0: Well, three more hikes in a day, even though we reckoned yesterday the Bank of England wouldn't do it. They did, perhaps because they were unnerved by the sudden rise back up in inflation. Then the Norge Bank and the Swiss National Bank. And how are markets responding one day on from the Fed decision yesterday? And numbers today, yes. Remember them? We've got PMIs for Europe and the US. So banking issues aside, how are economies really holding up? It's Friday, the 24th of March, 2023. It's the morning call from NAB. Good morning. Well, bond yields were calmer in the US today, although a little less so as the session has gone on, and a lot less so in Europe. So 10-year Treasury yields are down five basis points, two years are down 13, and over the Atlantic, UK, 10-year gilts down nine basis points, two years there, down 22 basis points, even with a lift from the Bank of England overnight, and German 10-year bunds down 13, two years down 20. In Australia, well, yields fell seven basis points yesterday to 3.29%, down a Another four basis points since then on futures. Not much movement in the US dollar. Uh, it's been up and down a bit, up 0.2% now, but not a lot of currency action today, really. A tiny move down for the euro, a 0.2% gain for the pound. Not much going on with the Aussie, which is now just below 66.9 US cents. And stocks are up a little. They lost a lot of their gains towards the end of the session. But even so, a 1% lift for the Nasdaq It closed. The S&P 500 is up 0.3% and a 0.2% rise in the now, energy, stocks and financials doing the worst. And the FTSE 100 down 0.9%. The DAX down ever so slightly too at the close today or this morning. And uh, oil falling further, 2.2% drop in WTI, falling well below $70. Brent down 1.8% to a little over 75 I mean, once we get down to the low 60s, we are back where we were in 2019. Still a bit of a way to go to get there, but we are heading in that direction. So the Bank of England did raise interest rates by 25 basis. Basis points, obviously spooked by yesterday's inflation number. The nauseous Bank also lifted rates by 25 basis points, up to 3%. And the Swiss National Bank went from 1% to 1.5%. So let's kick off by looking at those decisions with NAB's Rodrigo Catrill in Sydney. I mean, clearly, central banks don't seem at all phased by uncertainty in the in the banking sector at the moment, do they?
1: Morning, Phil, yes. Um, and, and in particular, that you know, even uh, Gav was um, of the view that maybe the Bank of England was not going to hike. Um, mm. um, and if, if anything, it's, it's sort of a similar story to what we've seen here in Australia where the, the RBA remains a, a reluctant hiker but still delivers on hikes even though it doesn't want to do them. Um, and, you know, it's a similar story as well in the sense that inflation still elevated. Um, we had those numbers um, um, early this week. Um, and, you know, whilst maybe there's a lot of explanation as to why the, the core CPI was higher, um, you know, as a central bank that is targeting financial stability and price stability, you, you have to hike um, And against a backdrop where the labor market is still tight. Mm.
0: Even if it's just, a, even if it is sort of like a one-off, because, I mean, a large part of it was food. And it was, you know, uh, f- f- the bad crops in, in Africa and Spain. So, you know, the price of bananas through the roof, uh, you know, it could all yes, come bouncing but back. But the Korean was still high. Yeah, yeah, um, I guess so. So at yeah.
1: 6.2 from 5.8 mm. um, versus expectations of a decline. Um, uh, to me, this 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 is an important reminder uh, that, um, similar to the Bank of England, the RBA is also uh, um, an inflation targeting bank, and any any you know uptick on inflation um, will force their hand, even though they don't want to hike. Um, and it's, it serves as a reminder that. You know also price stability and financial stability are two different uh, objectives and they're treated with different tools and, and unless you see a massive issue from a, a financial stability uh, you know inflation remains the, the main the main objective
0: of bringing it down but it's, it's isn't it also a question though about backwards looking versus forward-looking measures so that inflation obviously is a is a backward-looking measure yeah. they've just published their agent summary of business conditions for q1 so their regional agents talking with 700 businesses across the UK. So this is sort of like the UK equivalent of the Fed's beige book, isn't it? And it's saying, in summary, pay settlements were sticking around 6%. Economic activity was generally subdued. Input costs and output costs uh, eased. Uh, the inflation on those eased for some goods, goods in some sectors. They didn't acknowledge there might be some upside risk remaining, but generally, it seemed to be saying, you know, there wouldn't really not as much to worry about as we've seen in the past. Which sort of makes you think, well, was it really a knee-jerk reaction to that one-off figure?
1: Um, yeah, but you know, I, I'm still of the view that you know you can say what you want, but inflation at 10 is is way out of whack. <laughs> you know? you didn't worry. I'm, it's just not. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's way too high and and even core inflation at 62 you know, the labor market remains mm. super tight. Um, you know, wages growth that we would love to see in Australia here, uh, you know, 6.5%. So uh, it's a very tight labor market. Um, inflationary pressures are still there and a broad base. Um, so um, yeah, um, I think that, uh, as I said to you, just remember these guys or central banks are still inflation targeting banks. Yeah, and,
0: and exactly, it's their job, absolutely. It's their job. So- yeah so retail sales then today for the uk which were down 5.1 percent in january year on year up 0.5 percent month on month so if they run hot then that's going to support the bank of England decision. if they're down there and the reverse is the case then do we look and say well i mean they're not going to reverse their decision though are they i mean once it's up it's up for a while now <laughs> no
1: no no I, I i think that um well they they've The the retail sales numbers uh, is just one side of the the question in terms of how the consumer is behaving. And sure, there Mm -hmm. there are some signs that weakness is appearing there. Um, But, um, you know, when you look at the other part of the economy, like services, manufacturing, PMIs, uh, even the composite PMI that we will get later today, you know, the market is suspecting that the UK economy still will will be in expansionary mode and and um, and activity will remain buoyant. So uh, we haven't yet seen sort of a, that slowdown that you would expect coming from uh, the tightening policy. Uh, whilst you know we remember the UK economy is actually surprised this year in terms of how resilient it has been.
0: So the other national, the other um, uh, banks, the Swiss National Bank. Interest rates still very low there, even with this 50 basis point hike, but their forecast for inflation is pretty low as well. I mean, they're forecasting an average of 2.6% this year, although it was up to 3.4% yeah. in February, down to 2% next year. So, I mean, is this it for the Swiss National Bank?
1: Well, um, you know, part of the, the Swiss National Bank sort of modus operandi is is the concern or, or the, the outlook for the currency, um, um, which helps also mm. to keep that inflation subdued. So. Um, when you have the ECB hiking, um, it sort of forces the hand of the SMB to also hike to make sure the currency keeps up with it as well. Uh, and that's been one of uh, yeah. our sort of um, issues that we, we thought that the SMB will still hike, notwithstanding those, those concerns around Credit Suisse uh, turmoil. So um, so if you think the ECB is going to hike again, uh, then you need to be prepared for the SMB to, to follow uh, as well. And so we, we think that they've probably got no. another one in there still. And, and certainly, um, they're, they're quite hawkish, you know, or not flexible in terms of inflation, because inflation is nowhere near as elevated elsewhere, and yet they're very, very conscious of of keeping that inflation alive. Yeah,
0: and yet big moves down in uh, front-end bond yields in in uh, in Europe. Yeah, I mean, what I think
1: that's one of the major takeaways from the price action over the past 24 hours that, you know, we've seen the, the expectations that. Uh, the the Fed is close to being done, and therefore you know all these uh, tightening and credit conditions that are expected are going to, um, you know, bring in uh, rate cuts by, by the Fed before the end of the year. Uh, but when you see our pricing expectations for the Bank of England, now we're starting to see that too, you, you know, that maybe there's another 25 basis points in there for the Bank of England, but rate cuts before the end of the year. And similarly, uh, uh, sort of a similar price action that we've seen uh, for the ECB, where, um, you know, there's, there's a... a you know the cash area there will go up to potentially 350 uh, if not lower uh, but then again rate cuts coming through so um, what is interesting oh. is that you know those inflation dynamics are still quite elevated um, and similarly in Australia it's, it's quite an aggressive part of rate cuts that um, the market is expecting at the moment but you know, inflation is yeah. still elevated, which is not
0: what the central banks are saying no, at all, is it? They're no. saying, well, maybe not as high, but certainly for certainly for longer. Yeah, but uh, the complete opposite. Yeah, but message. In terms of
1: the price action overnight, is that that steepening of the curve led by you know uh, front end yields coming lower, uh, just in, in Europe as well as the, the UK? Um, but you think hmm, I'm not sure that that is entirely uh, uh, correct, particularly when you think about the environment in Australia as well. That um, inflationary pressures remain quite quite persistent. Um, So rate cuts in Australia, where the RBA doesn't see inflation coming, you know, back to target until early 2025. NAB thinks that inflation comes back to target late in 2024. It's difficult to conceive, you know, rate cuts uh, on on that outlook uh, Mm. happening this year.
0: Unless we are hit with a hard recession, of course, along the way.
1: That's right. Unless it's a big financial sort of downturn, which at the moment um, central banks seem to keep it under control
0: yeah and people are still employed and uh, you know so it's hard to have a recession when everyone's got a job isn't it and yeah. those uh, those job numbers those uh, those weekly claims initial claims in the US they're still uh, they're still down aren't they and you know they keep on expecting that there's you know maybe a bit of a loosening in the labor market but look at those figures last night you know the uh, the number of claims has gone down again this week it has week. gone
1: down again and it is it's shown that sort of resilience it's just not 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 showing an uptick um, one, one of the, the commentaries that we've read on this is that as much as we've seen those announcements of uh, layoffs particularly in uh, you know in the financial and and also in the IT sector is that they take time to actually play through in, in claims, potentially three to four months. So um, <laughs> that plays to the view that maybe when it comes to you know late April, we, we're going to start seeing that rise in, in claims, uh, reflecting all those announcements that have been made uh, early in the year and that they still have continue to be made. So labor market weakness in the U.S. is still expected, uh, but not as immediately as next week, but uh, more like towards May, June. Um, right and thereafter.
0: do you know i'm going to keep that clip and i'm going to play it back to you if we still have those jobless claims <laughs> and they haven't okay. gone anywhere uh, over the next month or two look uh, yeah. let's look at stocks very quickly because uh, shares are bouncing back in the united states so that's a sign perhaps there's more confidence uh less concern about the finance sector well you might think that until you look and see well actually finance shares are down quite a bit today so obviously there is still some concern in the equity markets over all of that
1: yeah, there, there has been a little bit of volatility. Um, it all kind of came come about from um, uh, Janet Yellen speaking yesterday, um, saying that the, the government was uh, not looking at providing sort of this broad blanket, if you like, in terms of guarantees for all deposits. Um, but it, it mm. sort of was taken a little bit out of context because what she was trying to say was that um, she didn't see the need for it. Uh, that everything was fine, right? Uh,
0: but anyway, we've seen right. we seen. She wasn't saying she wasn't going to happen. She didn't think it was going to need to happen because it's all it's all a bit backwards yeah. and forwards, otherwise, yeah. isn't it? But she, she's not saying no. She's just saying she doesn't think yeah, she
1: need to. You know, banks are still quite volatile. It's probably worth highlighting. You know, like First Republic yeah. uh, fell ten percent and it has uh, it, was, it had risen, mm. you know in the previous day, so that that still remains quite volatile. And and in fact, she's actually speaking. Oh, she's actually speaking right now and says uh, there's a quote that says, "We prepare for the additional deposit actions." if warranted. So again, repeating the same message from yesterday that for now, is not necessary, mm. uh, but certainly they, they would be right. able to do and um, willing to do more if mm. it was needed. So, obviously, and someone's so, been
0: looking at the share market and saying, Quick, get out there and say something, Janet, quickly. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Get those stocks back up. Uh, look, the, uh, the Bank of Japan are going to be watching with interest because we get the Japan inflation number today, won't we? Uh, and it was uh, up 4.3% year on year in January. That's a bit of a worry. I mean, I think the expectation is it's going to come down uh, this month or February, uh, but what if it doesn't? <laughs> yes. Um, Um, Well, the the decline in the
1: headline uh, is partly because of those uh, declining uh, energy prices and subsidies and so on. Uh, But But again, you know, the core rate is the one that matters. And and that one is expected to rise from 3.2 to 3.4. So um, in terms of the playbook from the Bank of Japan, uh, you know, we're still kind of waiting for for the governor to to take the, the seat, for the new governor to take the seat. We think that it is likely that he will announce a policy review and, and they're still waiting for the outcome for, for you know, the Shunton Rengar Reng- wage negotiations. So we don't expect any major changes uh, before June, July. Uh, But in the meantime, the story is that inflation keeps on rising and keeps on rising more than what the bank had previously expected. So we think it will
0: eventually force the hand, uh, but not as quickly as, you know, the next meeting. So the only thing that is going to stop this continual rise in rates is a a softening in the economy. So that's the other side of the equation. So let's look at PMI numbers today. Uh, We get manufacturing and services numbers, uh, the combined read as well for each of them, for the euro area, for Germany, for France, for the UK and the US. uh, it is a good snapshot of all of those areas. I wonder how many numbers under fifty we'll see this time.
1: Yeah, and in particular, you know, the services side, uh, and at the moment, yeah. um, is still, you know, expectations are for the services side uh, or sector to to remain quite quite buoyant. Um, for instance, in in the eurozone, little change at fifty two point five. I think in the UK, still expected to be around fifty three, um, and a similar story in in the US as well. So. For now, that buoyancy and momentum of the services side, you know, not only really tells you that uh, the labour market will remain well supported, uh, but we may still see those uh, services inflation not coming down as quickly as, as we would like.
0: Right. Well, that is tonight, isn't it? Or later on this afternoon. Uh, the Japan uh, inflation number out very, very soon. We'll leave it there for now, though. Good to talk, uh, Rodrigo. Thanks, Phil. Cheers. And, you know, he did so well there. I think we'll get him back on again on Monday morning. I'm back on Monday too. I'm Phil Dobby for Nap. I'll see you then. Thanks for listening.